0: Are you happy to be in the house of the Lord this morning? Oh, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy. I'm happy because God, once again, out of all of the billions, the billions of people on the face of this earth, God looked down on my bed last night and decided to include me in the painting of this new day of his creation. And decided to allow me to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Where so many others, so many others weren't chosen. Man. Were called away. Yeah. They had an appointment that they had to meet. It was of no surprise because we've all been warned and told man. that it is appointed them the man wants to die. And at the death of judgment. Yeah. But I stop and consider, man, how blessed I am, how blessed you are, that God would include you in this masterpiece of his painting of this beautiful day. Here's a day we've never seen before and we'll never see it again. And God so loved you enough that he chose you to be a part of this masterpiece. You ought to feel special today. Amen. If no one else make you feel special today, just the knowledge of that should make you feel special. Amen. Amen. Because you are special in God's sight. Yes, sir. You are loved in God's sight because he so loved the world. He gave his best Amen. and his best to honor his father, lay down his life for you and for me. That's why you all feel good today. Amen. Because when you feel no one else cares, yeah. when you feel no one else loves you, there's someone who cares. Amen. And there's someone who loves you. Amen? Amen. And I just hope and pray you have the mindset to understand and to know you have a purpose in this life. If God didn't see you having a purpose, he could have easily not waking you up today. Amen. Your purpose may simply be get saved today. That's right. Your purpose today may be simply repent today. Amen. Your purpose today may just simply be continue doing the good works that you're doing. Amen. You have a purpose. You have a purpose. Yes. God, God could have easily just decided not to allow you to wake up today. Amen. But because I know God gives us all a purpose. We are purpose-driven people. Whether you believe it or not, we are purpose-driven people. And if you're a Christian, your purpose is to go out and share the gospel and to tell everybody about the good news of our Lord and Savior. Amen? Amen. This morning, I know you're kind of frowning at the title, but... I'm here to present some truth to you today. Right. I want to paint a picture as ugly as I can, as nasty as I can. Because sin is ugly. Sin is nasty. Yes, it is. And somewhere along the line, we need to grow to the understanding and, the, and recognize sin for what it is. Yeah. We have an adversary who's very deceitful. who's very good at what he does he could take the nastiest situation he could take the ugliest circumstance and he can make it appealing Mm -hmm. and in the end you know what you could lose your soul people said well sin isn't attractive that's a lie Mm -hmm. if sin wasn't attractive why does it keep people in so much trouble And that's the problem we have in accepting the truth about what sin really is. So my lesson title today is why do Christians like to eat vomit? Why do Christians like to eat vomit? I'm going to start off with some slides and I'm going to let you marinate on these a while. Is lying a sin? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. We're told as Christians, he that, you know, used to lie, you need to what? Lie no more. Lie no more. Stop lying. That's right. But people have a tendency of going back and still lying. Yeah. So what they do, they go back to their own vomit. Yes, sir. So every lie you tell, you, you return back to your own vomit. Yeah. So think about that the next time you get ready to tell a lie. That's right. That's right. Just, just think about vomit coming out of your mouth. Yeah. And you returning back unto it. Yeah. Steal it. Yes. Sir. Let him that steal. Steal no more. Steal no more. Amen. But people still have a tendency to go back and do what? Yeah. Steal. Yeah. Some people do it in. Deceitful ways. Yes, sir. Stealing is stealing. That's right. I don't care who you steal it from and where you st- uh, steal it from. Yeah. Stealing is stealing. The Bible said, let him that stole, steal no more. Man. So the next time you get ready to steal, especially during the collection. That's right. yes, sir. Just consider yourself the vomit you're returning unto cause you 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 are stealing from God. That's right. Amen. Amen. Fornication. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every time, you know if 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 Christians, if Christians, and I just believe God designed this thing if we look at sin for what it really is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just not I, I just don't see how a spiritually minded person who's looking at sin for what it really is, if I see sin as a pile of vomit, how is she going to turn me on? If I see myself getting ready to engage in an act of committing fornication and I think about this pile of vomit, yeah. unless you just got a walk my, Yeah. or you just push the word of God you push God out of your thoughts yeah. completely yeah. Yeah. but see when I think about sin or what it really is yeah. and the way God designed it and the way he packaged it you know what there are many things I would stop doing Gossiping. Yeah, yeah. Boy, can you imagine the vomit if we could literally see it? Yeah. Can you imagine the powers of vomit that'll be around? Mm -hmm. Probably stepping in vomit everywhere the way people gossip. Yeah, yeah. And people. Even though the Bible condemns it, people don't have an issue with it. Mm -hmm. But the Bible said you're like a dog. Mm -hmm. You're like a dog. Uh Returning to your own vomit. Yeah. Yeah. How can you find pleasure in that? What is, what is involvement for you to feel good about? Huh? Well, some of you are looking at me like, <laughs> if you had a gun, you'll shoot. But I'm just telling you the truth. Man. The problem we're having and experiencing in the church today is we laugh about sin. Yeah. Yeah. We joke about sin. Yeah. Man, sin will send you to hell. Yes, it will. Yeah. Ain't nothing ain't nothing funny about sin. No, sir. And if God finds nothing humorous about it, we shouldn't either. Amen. And such like. Yeah. 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 Anything along that road. Anything along that pathway. Yeah. Vomit. 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 Let's go to the Bible. As he that bindeth, this is Proverbs 26, as he that bindeth a stone and a slain, so is he that giveth honor to a fool. <laughs> That's why you need to be careful of the company you keep. Amen. As a thorn goeth up into the hand of a drunkard, so is a parable in the mouths of fools. You know, a drunkard is amazing. They get beat up. That that, that thorn could stick up in them and everything. A lot of times they don't even realize it. Then they can't even remember how it got up in there. That's like the talking of a fool and the behavior of a fool. They'll say anything, do anything. Yeah. I always say, fools don't need an introduction, just let them talk. Yeah. The great God that formed all things both rewarded the fool and rewarded the transgressors. As a dog returning to his vomit so a fool returneth to his folly. Seest thou a man wise in his own conceit, there is more hope of a fool than in him. The slothful man said, there's a lion in the way. A lion is in the streets. As the door turneth upon his hinges, so doeth the slothful upon his bed. Verses 11 and 12 is where I'm going to park at this morning. Right. Verse 11: As a dog returning to his vomit, so a fool returning to his folly. Mm-hmm. You know, it, we've announced today that beginning the first Sunday in January, we're going to change our order of service. We're going to begin at 9 o'clock with our Bible study classes. Yeah. And at 1030, we're going to have our morning worship. Then we'll have a fellowship meal in between. And at 130, we'll have a second service. Now, just imagine the people that were here at nine. They should be here for Bible class. Come the first of the year. But I'm going to put something out and I want you to watch. The people that comes on, comes at 9, once they stop coming at 9, and start coming at 11. Wow. Right. And what they're doing, they're going to start coming at 11 because they don't have any intentions on coming to Sunday school at 9. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm putting it out there. Yeah. I'm putting it out there. Because there are people, and I'm talking about folks in the church. Yeah. And it amazes me, people will say... Pray for me for spiritual strength. Pray for me for for guidance and help. But then, here you are in the house of the Lord, the house of prayer, among the saints of God, to be edified and encouraged, and you'll walk out. That's right. That's right. You say you're going through hell at home. You say, my, my spouse is just a hellraiser. I'm just going through something at home. But yet, you'll leave here to rush back and go home to it. Yeah. 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 What does that say about you? Right. You would think, I'm going to hang around here all day. So if I got to put up with some hell raising when I go back, at least I'm going to be armed and built up in my faith That's right. to deal with That's That's it. Right. Right. Yes, <laughs> but see, the problem is many of us lean real about Christianity in the beginning. Amen. We just come. So our name don't show up that we weren't here. Yeah. Yeah. And you wonder why your faith never strengthens. Right now You wonder why you never, never improve spiritually. You wonder why, you know what, you follow the same foolish follies Come on. over and over and over again.. Yeah. Verse 12, "Seest thou a man wise in his own deceit? There is more hope of a fool than in him. When you take it upon yourself to be more wiser than God, there's more hope for a fool. And if there's more hope for a fool, what in the world does that make you? Right now. Right now. Here we are in the last month, the 12th month of. 2021 and some of us still are following the same old foolish follies that we said at the beginning of the year we were going to do better. We were going to make some changes in our lives. Some of us said we were going to stop shacking. Some of us said we're going to stop lying. Some of us said we're going to stop stealing from God on Sunday. Some of us said we were going to start encouraging people better. Some of us said we were going to attend more faithfully. But you cannot accomplish that when you're in love with the world. Amen. That's right. Some of us said, I know there are some people I need to stop hanging around. And you're still hanging around them. You're still hanging around them, and you know what? And you're still carrying on the same foolish behavior you've always had. But you say in your own mind, I'm not acting a fool. Well, you need to compare that to what God said. Amen. That's why verse 12 said, see if thou man wise in his own conceit. Yeah. Yeah. See, let some of let some of you tell it. You know what? I don't need to be here every Sunday. In your own conceit, you might believe that. But that's not what the Bible teaches. Amen. There is more hope of a fool than in him. Mm-hmm. Let's go over Second Peter chapter 2. Yeah. The Bible says, beginning of verse 1, but there were false prophets also among the people. Even as there shall be false teachers among you who probably shall bring indemnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them and bring upon themselves swift destruction. So letting us know false teachers is nothing new. Lying people on TV, on the radio and everywhere, else that's nothing new. And the Bible tells us, it teaches us that, look. They're going to bring about. Damnable heresies. I'll call it damnable doctrines. They're going to teach you things that's going to send you straight to hell. And because you are not wise enough to benefit from what's being offered here to learn, to be edified, to be built up. You know what? You're going to believe. You're going to believe these damnable doctrines, these damnable heresies. And then you're only going to defame yourself because God has given you the opportunity to be delivered out of darkness into the marvelous light only to have you to return back unto your own vomit. You don't believe me? Let's keep reading. And many shall follow their pernicious ways by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. You're going to have all rascals all talking smooth words, big words. And, and you, you're flattered about how they dress. You're flattered about what they drive. You're flattered about everything except the truth that they don't speak. Right. Yeah. And the Bible said, and many shall follow their pernicious ways. Yeah. Because, see, when you don't study, you don't know. And when you don't know, you'll believe anything. Amen. Yes. Because it sounds good. Yes. Verse three, and through covetousness shall they with fain words make merchandise of you. Yeah. They want your money. Amen. They want you to buy for them. They want you to provide for them. They want you to do for them. Yeah. Well, They'll come in and, and make merchandise of you. Yeah. And you you're just flattered you just falling heads over here. You want to do it. You can't, you can't help yourself. Because you have fallen for their pernicious ways. Yeah. They make merchandise of you. Whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not. And their damnation slumbereth not. In other words, their time is coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not as far off as you think. But listen, listen to what Peter writes. For if God spared not the angels that sin, but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment and spared not the old world, but saved Noah the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. Into ashes, condemn them with an overthrow, making them, listen to this, making them an example unto those that after should live godly. Are we not living after Sodom and Gomorrah? What should we learn from Sodom and Gomorrah? What should we learn about the wrath of God in regards to Sodom and Gomorrah? Right. God ain't going to put up with it for long. Destruction is coming. Listen. And deliver just lot Vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked. Uh The word of God calls it filthy. That behavior. The the acts and the behavior of those people. God said it was filthy. For well, that righteous man dwelling among them and seeing and hearing vex his righteous soul from day to day with their unlawful deeds. Yeah. The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. Yeah. He knows. That's right. He knows how to do it. But chiefly, listen to this church, but chiefly them that walk after the flesh. In the lust of uncleanness and despise government, presumptuous are they, self-willed, they are not afraid to speak evil of dignities. Whereas angels, which are greater in power and might, might bring not railing accusation against them before the Lord. There are some people that will say anything. They, they are in their own mind a legend. They are in their own mind a God. And they feel that, hey, I got the following. I got numbers and everything. So I, I believe I say whatever I want to say. God said, I got a time for them. I have a time for them. But listen to verse 12. But these... As natural brute beasts made to be taken and destroyed, speak evil of the things that they understand not and shall utterly perish in their own corruption. It's like the blind leading the blind. You get caught up in these these foolish conversations, you get caught up in these foolish uh beliefs and all this stuff. When you leave the word of God, it's the blind leading the blind, and they both going to fall in the ditch of hell, Amen. and shall receive the reward of unrighteousness as they that count it pleasure to riot in The daytime spots they are and blemishes, sporting themselves with their own deceiving, deceivings while they feast with you. Mm. Listen to the word of God, listen to the word of God, having eyes full of adultery and that cannot cease from sin. Begowling unstable souls begowling unstable souls what is an unstable soul an unlearned someone who just haven't taken the time to be rooted the wind blow east, you'll go east Whichever way the wind blows that's the way you'll blow with it And say knows. The adversary knows. Yes, he does. Because he plant devils in congregations. Yeah. And they seek out weak members. Yeah. They sit and befriend you. Amen. They befriend you because they know you don't study. Yeah. They know you sleep during service. Yeah. They know you don't pay attention. Yeah. They know from your conversation. They strike up a religious conversation and they know you don't know nothing what you're talking about. Right now. Right. So they can smooth talk you because they know you don't know Jack. Right. Unstable souls having eyes full of adultery and that cannot cease from sin, beguiling unstable souls and hard. They have exercised with covetous practices, curse children, which have forsaken the right way and are gone astray. Yeah. Following, following the way of Baal, the son of Boaz, who beloved the wages Of unrighteousness, but was rebuked for his iniquity, the dumbass speaking with man's voice forbade the madness of the prophet. These are whales without water, Mm -hmm. clouds that are carried with a tempest, to whom the midst of darkness is reserved forever. For when they speak great swelling words of vanity, they allure through the lust of the flesh, through much wantonness, those that were clean escape from them who live in error. Yeah. Oh, let me pause right there. Come on. Didn't I tell you God's blessing was He delivered us? Yeah. We escape. Yeah. Death. God provided us with the gift of salvation and he called us, delivered us out of darkness into his marvelous light. But now we find ourselves. Hanging around the wrong people, listening to the wrong stuff. And it got our head pumped up. And we find ourselves going right back to what God brought us out of. We love this world. The lust of the eyes. The lust of the flesh. The pride of life. It says. "For if after they have escaped. The pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We've all escaped. At one time. Amen. Amen. But here's the problem. They are again entangled therein. Mm -hmm. And overcome. Not only are they entangled. But Satan get the best of them. Mm -hmm. You don't support. You don't support the work of the church. Mm -hmm. You don't want to be here. When you come here. You have come. You, you and by by name only you mention I'm a member of the church. But your neighbors won't know anything different by the way you live and the way you act and what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. For after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the of our, of the Lord Jesus Christ, they are again entangled therein and overcome. The latter end is worse with them than the beginning. For it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness. than after they have known it. To turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. Let me say this, folks, and I'm coming to a close. You are just a fool. To play with God like this. And if you think you're going to get over. You better read this again. Verse 21. It said, you know what? Not that that you're going to escape from going to hell for not knowing. But to know. And then go back out there. It says it's better for you not to have known the way of righteousness, because what you're doing is you you came to the knowledge of the goodness of the love of God, that he so loved the world and that he cared so much about us, even in our sinful condition. And that he gave his only begotten son, he blessed, suffered, he would despise and spit on and beaten unmercifully and just humiliated in all kind of ways. But yet still, he went on to Calvary. Yeah. He went on to Calvary, not because of any sin he committed, not because of any guile that was found in his mouth, not because of any wrong he had done. It was so we wouldn't have to go. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to learn that. You're going to understand that. And then you're going to go back out there. The Bible says better for you had not ever known. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're going to go to hell anyway. Yeah. But that, there, there, you know what? Believe it or not, there are degrees of punishment in hell. Amen. There are degrees of punishment in hell. And right here is a good indication it said, for it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after they have known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. So you you, you, you slipping and sliding and shucking and jiving and everything is more important to you than worshiping God and serving God. We, we plan business adventures. We're playing everything on Sunday. We ain't got time to exhort nobody. We ain't got time to come to the assembly and everything. Cause we are worldly minded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it happened. Yes, but it is happened unto them. According to the true proverb we read the proverb, Proverb 26, right? Yes, yeah. The dog is turned to his own vomit again. And the sow that was washed to her wallowing in the mirror. Why do Christians like to eat vomit? Huh? Why do Christians like to eat vomit? I don't know. You tell me. Because it's your actions that's going to answer the question. When you stop and consider all that God has done for us, You got all the rest of the day. And folks pop in for one hour, hour and a half, and then act like they're going to have a stroke or a heart attack if they have to stay longer than that. Surely you, you don't want to go to heaven? There's no way possible... You could be honest and truthful about going to heaven. When you can't even give God. His praise. And his honor and glory. Right now. Why do fools continue in the same folly? How many more years are you going to keep asking God? Well, better yet, let me ask this question. How many more times are you going to keep praying and say, I need strength? Yeah. yeah. But the place you need to be and the place you need to come and the settings we offer, you know what? You don't even participate or take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's right. That's right. Well, where do you expect to get strength from? Right. You ain't gonna get strength hanging around your worldly relatives or friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some Christians just love to eat vomit. Some of you are just nasty. Now, if you're offended, don't get mad at me. That's what the word says. Yeah, you the one. You the one. Return to it. Yeah. And instead of getting angry and upset, repent. Amen. While the blood runs warm in your vein, and you can repent and make it right, God can forgive, and you could go on about your business yes, on a cleaner path. Yes, sir. But some folks just not yeah I said some folks didn't ask and, and the sad part is the sad part is you don't see anything wrong with it and that's because you don't believe the word of God you don't believe it and you're going to deceive others and you're going to lead others to eternal damnation Because you think it's a joke. Save yourself. Yeah. Save yourself, church. This congregation is going to move forward. Mm-hmm. We're moving on. Yeah. And, you know, whether, whether, whether you want to support or not, you know what? This congregation don't revolve around you. We're just simply trying to encourage you to live better, to do better, so that you may present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. Yeah. But you can't do it by playing with God. No, sir. When you still love the world and you put everything else before the church, before serving. You know what? The greatest commandment is what? Love the Lord thy God with what? All, all the heart, mind, soul, and strength. So are we doing that? Right no, because surely God, God know I got other things that I need to do. Mm-hmm. God know there are other things I got to do. No, no, no. God said what he meant. That's right. That's right. God should be the center. He should be the focus. Yeah. And you know what? You schedule everything else around God. That's right. And if you don't believe it, close your eyes in death and see what happens. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You're tired of eating vomit. <clears throat> Do something about it today. Yeah. And you could sit there and say, He ain't talking to me. i <laughs> You're the main one I'm talking about. You're the main one I'm talking about. And see, it, it don't matter if you don't shake my hand after service. It don't even matter if you don't speak. I'm not here to please you. I'm here for folks who want to go to heaven. To try to help them along the way. You're tired of eating it? Do something about it. Amen. I didn't call you a dog. The word of God says, yes, that's sir. what you are. Yes, sir. You're like a dog. Yeah. A nasty, a nasty old dog. Yeah. Returning to his own vomit. And, and in closing, you know what? What makes it even worse? What makes it even worse? You know, after you eat, there are enzymes and, and, and chemicals in your stomach, That's in the right. digestive system yeah. that, that breaks the food down. and Oh, man, it, it, it breaks your food down and everything. But, man, when you throw that stuff up, mm. it can stain and you can't even get those stains out because of the enzymes and the the chemicals that help break down the food particles and everything in the digestive system and everything. And it stinks, man. Man, nothing stinks like fun. Now just imagine that. And you like eating. Do you get the picture that God has about sin? There's no pleasure in sin in God's sight. And if God finds no pleasure in it, neither should we. Get yourself cleaned up today. Get yourself right. Or you could stay a dog and keep lapping it up. But the Bible says, you know what? It's better for you not to have ever known. Judgment is closer than what you think. What's our song, Jerry? 633. 633 is our invitation song.